Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. The following is an experience sharing article entitled Young Dafa Practitioner. Overcoming Hurdles to Clarifying the Truth Face-to-Face By a Falun Dafa Practitioner in China The article was published on the Minghui website on February 27, 2023 I experienced a setback while talking about Falun Gong and raising awareness of the Chinese Communist Party's CCP persecution to a good friend a few years ago After that, I didn't clarify the truth face-to-face again until July last year, when one of my friends was heading overseas to study. I was worried that I would never see her again, so I was determined to invite her out so I could clarify the truth to her. A fellow practitioner encouraged me by saying, As long as you have this wish, Master Lee, the founder of Falun Dafa, will help you. I initially wavered in my mind. The thought of talking to someone about Falun Dafa would make me imagine the other party's embarrassed or scared facial expression. So it was hard for me to talk face to face. I am introverted and I normally don't speak much. So I was worried that my friend might ask me some questions that I didn't know how to answer or she might say things that I couldn't rebut. Studying the far and hearing fellow practitioners' face-to-face truth clarification experiences encouraged me and helped me build up some righteous thoughts. I became determined not to think about the other party's response and simply leave everything up to Master. I believed that Master would give me wisdom when I needed it. In the end, this friend easily accepted what I said about Dartha. During the process of clarifying the truth to her, I had some experiences and insights that I would like to share with fellow practitioners. Part 1. Do not mix clarifying the truth with personal favours. Before meeting my friend, I recalled that I had once promised her that when we met the next time, I would bring her a type of fruit jelly, which is quite popular online, but is not sold in her area. So, before setting out, I made a special trip to a supermarket to buy the jelly for her. My motive was to show that I cared for her with even such a small agreement. I hoped to move her with this favour so that she would accept my truth clarification, but I could not find the jelly anywhere in the supermarket. When I asked a salesperson, I was told that someone had purchased all the remaining jelly the day before. I went to another supermarket and the jelly was sold out there too. I understood that this was maybe Master trying to enlighten me to clarify the truth without mixing in any favours. Clarifying the truth is a serious matter for Dafa practitioners. How could I do it with human notions? If I were to clarify the truth to her as a friend, I would have placed myself at the human level. What I talked about and my actions would not carry Dartha's power. I recalled a bad truth clarification experience a few years back. 
which was caused by my human affection. I thought that since we were best of friends, the other party would definitely understand me and easily accept what I said. I did not treat my friend with a pure attitude, as a normal sentient being, and clarify the truth to her with righteous thoughts. She rejected what I said and her stubborn attitude triggered a negative reaction on my part, making me feel angry. The words that I spoke were full of anger toward her and my hatred of the CCP. These bad elements from me made it hard for her to accept the truth and they also made her really reject everything that I said, such that she spoke thoughtlessly just to oppose me. Part 2 Master made the best arrangement for me. Before I decided to meet this other friend, I had a lot of apprehension. One was that we would usually eat and drink when I went out with her in the past, so I was worried that our meeting at a restaurant this time might make it too noisy to clarify the truth to her. Just before we were to meet, this friend had gastric problems, so we agreed to meet near her house for a walk instead of going out for a meal. Another concern was that I did not know which topic I should use to begin the truth clarification. I felt that it would be a bit abrupt if I were to clarify the truth to her from the get-go. Thinking that she has always been concerned about women's social issues, I decided to start off from this topic. I even listed out a general outline of what I was going to say. Starting off with the abduction and trafficked women to the CCP stage Tiananmen self-immolation hoax and finally to DARFA. I even watched the truth clarification documentary on the CCP's history and made notes so that I could switch from topic to topic smoothly. By the time I finished my notes, I felt as though I had written an entire speech. I was afraid that I might forget my speech and so I went through it a few times before I left the house. But when we actually met, I was taken aback. My friend did not have much interest in anything that I said because of her upset tummy, because of her upset stomach. She just looked very uncomfortable. I thought to myself, how will she accept all of my historical speech in her state now? How should I continue to talk? Suddenly. A thought flashed into my mind. I can speak based on her current state, using my experiences as an example to tell her about the amazing effects of reciting the two phrases, Falandafer is good, truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good. I did not expect that after all the preparation I went through, I still had to clarify the truth spontaneously. At that moment, I felt as though there was a deep valley in front of me and I needed to get over to the other side. The long ladder, which I had prepared especially to get to the other side, suddenly broke and I had no choice but to try my best to jump across to the other side. I felt that Master was trying to push me out of my comfort zone so that I could overcome my fear and clarify the truth openly in a righteous manner. Although I had decided to clarify the truth, I had tried to beat around the bush to get to a truth clarification topic and so I had not gotten rid of my fear and my attachment to reputation. I was still a bit taken aback. 
but I understood in my heart that if I missed this chance, there may never be another one. I needed to tell her the truth today, no matter what. I begged Master in my heart. Master, I understand your kind intentions. I must save this sentient being today, and I will not cower any more. But I still feel some difficulty, so I hope Master can empower me and help arrange a suitable place to clarify the truth. Just as I sent out this thought, my friend suggested we go to the community common place near her house. When we reached there, I realised that it indeed was a quiet place that looked like a park with many long benches. I was surprised and full of gratitude in my heart. Maybe because my objective was pure and my thought to save my friend was steadfast, when I spoke about the amazing effects of the two phrases, she expressed gratitude for my concern for her health. She said, It's weird. Recently, my stomach only felt uncomfortable after meals, but today, five minutes before meeting you, my stomach started feeling uncomfortable. Hearing that, I felt even more that everything is part of Master's ingenious arrangements. Not only did that help me to get onto the topic successfully, I overcame my fear. Thank you, Master. Part 3 Sentient beings are here for the far. After telling her the basic information about Dartha, my friend said with a bit of regret, couldn't I see that book referring to Juan Falun? I told her that I had brought a thumb drive that contained the electronic version of the book. She was pleasantly surprised and said that was great. Then she thanked me sincerely for telling her everything. That kind of joy that comes from the bottom of her heart made me feel that her knowing side was aware of what was going on all this while and seemed to have been waiting for this for a long time. Before setting out, I had only planned to bring one thumb drive with the truth clarification information. Because she was just over 20 years old, I figured, like most young people, She would just play on her mobile phone every day, and young people's notions about science and atheism are so rooted in their minds. So it's good enough if they can understand the truth and quit the CCP and its youth organisations. Cultivation may be a distant matter to them. However, my mother, who is a practitioner, was bent on me bringing a thumb drive that contained the precious DARFA book. Luckily, I brought it in the end. My arrogant, ignorant and rigid notions had almost caused this friend to miss her chance to fulfil her affinity with Dartha. I felt really remorseful about that. We watched the animated movie, Up We Saw, when the mother was beaten by the inmates, who were assigned to keep watch on her in the prison. The mother wanted to retaliate, but she recalled that she was a Dartha cultivator, so she must refrain from fighting back. The fourth talked Juan Falun. The mother stopped herself from retaliating and put her hand down. When we watched this scene, my human notions came out again. I was worried that my friend might not understand and might feel that cultivators were all like RQ. However, much to my surprise, when she watched this scene, my friend said, that the mother was really great. 
She said if it was her, she would have retaliated. I did not expect that a cultivator's forbearance would have made such a deep impression on her. We were talking later about some of the bad behaviour of modern people due to society's moral degeneration, such as cutting in line and taking advantage of others. She laughed and said, If things like this would have happened in the past, I would have become impatient. But now I have learned that I need to be tolerant. I was surprised. She did not even know why cultivators need to refrain from fighting back. She had only seen how Dharma practitioners practice, truthfulness, compassion, forbearance, and she was already willing to abide by those higher principles. I originally thought that I needed to get to all the talking points in one go. However, after I told her about the two phrases, she voluntarily asked questions. While answering those questions, I ended up explaining the truth to her without following any script. The same thing happened later, when I was clarifying the truth to another friend. Sometimes, I could immediately recall the far when they asked certain questions. But some of their questions could also make me feel lost about how to answer. Even if I answered them, I would stutter. I looked within and found that it happened because I was still not clear about the far in these aspects. I also noted that although I studied the far, the quality of my far study might not be very high sometimes in the sense that I did not really absorb the far. After going home, I thought about the whole process. I discovered some areas where I did not do well. For example, when I touched on content about the persecution, I still spoke with elements of feelings for fellow practitioners and expressed anger and hatred toward the persecutors. When I discovered that this friend could accept the truth quite well, I started speaking with enthusiasm and did not consider how much she could accept with what I said after that. I asked her to watch the movie Up We Saw, without asking her if she was willing to watch it. This animated film's pace is slower than normal commercial movies, and sentient beings have become used to the style of visual stunning movies. I could feel that in the middle she was reluctant to watch any more. Also, although she had a positive understanding about DARFA and did not like the CCP, I have yet to persuade her to quit the CCP and its youth organisations successfully. Looking within, I discovered that this was because I still did not understand well some aspects about quitting the CCP and its youth organisations. With my limited understanding, my words did not carry much energy to move the other party. Through this truth-clarifying experience, I discovered that my fast study was not deep enough and I also did not have complete faith in Master and the far. so my righteous thoughts were not strong and it was hard for me to have any benevolence. This has caused me to become less active about clarifying the truth. In the past... One of the reasons I was afraid of clarifying the truth was that I was not good at talking and I could not answer questions flexibly like other practitioners. In fact, I was scared about things over which I had no control. However, 
how much can a small human being like me control? When I saw how little confidence I had in myself, I realised that I was actually not believing that Master is taking care of everything. I did not attain full belief in Master and the Far. There is another matter. Before clarifying the truth, it is also important to send forth righteous thoughts to get rid of the evil elements behind sentient beings. For the whole week before I met up with this friend, I basically sent forth righteous thoughts for her every day to get rid of all the evil elements that would stop her from understanding the truth. This may be one of the reasons why she accepted the truth this time. Thank you, Master, for your benevolent enlightenment and guidance so that someone as timid as me can go out to clarify the truth to people face to face. The following is an experience-sharing article entitled My Tuberculosis Disappeared When I Read Chuan Fallen by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Mingwei website on September 29, 2023. I was diagnosed with tuberculosis at the end of 1998, and my doctor wanted to hospitalize me immediately. Since it was almost New Year, I thought I'd go home to celebrate before I went to the hospital. Many relatives came to celebrate the New Year, including my aunt. She handed me Juan Fallen, the main book of Fallen Dafa, and suggested I read it. She previously told me about Fallen Dafa, but I always shrugged it off with various excuses. This time, I was delighted and accepted the book. I went to the hospital a few days later. I began reading John Fallen in the hospital. While I was reading Lecture 3, I suddenly had diarrhea and went to the bathroom four or five times. I was scared and asked the doctor what was wrong. Since each tuberculosis patient had their own room with food specially made for them, the doctor didn't think it was related to my food. He just said that they would monitor the situation. But a few days later, the diarrhea intensified, and I began discharging blood and pus. It wasn't until I began cultivating later that I realized Master was purifying my body. The night I finished reading Lecture 7, I had a strange dream. I felt suffocated and couldn't breathe, and then I began vomiting blood. In my dream, I saw I vomited a mass of rotten flesh, and I knew it was my lung. I took a deep breath and realized that everything was fine. I was wild with joy and woke up. I took another deep breath, and my breathing was no longer painful. I felt light and full of energy. All the patients had chest x-rays that morning. That afternoon, the doctor asked me to come to his office. He compared my two chest x-rays and said, When you were admitted, your lung x-ray showed two hollow holes. But your lungs in today's film look completely normal. It, it's incredible. Amazing. I can't believe you recovered so fast. 
Then he asked, I saw you were reading something every day. What was it? I told him that I was reading the book Juan Fallen. Later, I realized that my dream was real. Master purified my body and granted me a new life. When I finished reading the book, I felt my worldview changed and I understood the meaning of life. I was discharged shortly after that. I began learning the five exercises and I read the fa with other practitioners. That's how my cultivation began. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.